0: Hello friends and welcome to episode 172, The End. This is Pete and joining me tonight is Matt. What's up everybody? And Tom. That was a very ominous title. <laughs> We're three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation as well as to bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain sealed to the right, has come to a complete stop and men, let's do Disney, one breath, how you like me now.
1: That was good, Pete. Um, I don't know if everyone's going to understand it. It wasn't your best effort. 172 goes in, but it's your last effort, at least for the time being. There you go. So let's talk quickly, and we'll come back to this. But um, we have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed bringing this podcast to you guys. We've been going at it for, I mean, four years now, it seems like. Maybe five. I can't remember exactly. But um, this will be the last... Official, official, Mendu Disney regularly scheduled podcast. Um, We have been talking about this for a while. You know, we did have some commitments that we had with some of our sponsors that, you know, went through the year. And um, it's just been very difficult for us to all get, you know, together at the same time. You know, Pete, Tom, they travel a whole lot for work. I do a little bit less traveling, but, you know, with the world opening back up, it's been a little bit more difficult to get together. And that's why you've, for the last couple podcasts and probably the last couple months, I mean, I can't remember how many times that last six months, all three of us have been on the podcast, but that kind of explains that. And, um, you know, we want to go ahead and get that out there. This, like, as like Pete said, this is the end. It's um, the end of this podcast as we might know it, but it's not the end of our love for Disney. It's not the end of our friendship with each of you. And it's not the end of, um, you know, the men going to Disney and, you know, we've talked about we might have sporadic episodes out there in the future. So, you know, please, you know, just check us out from time to time. If we ever do post an episode, it will be um, on on the Twitter, as Pete lovingly calls it. And I, I would say there will probably be a future episode, but it won't be any kind of regular schedule to it. So it'll be something we just want to talk about Disney and, and you know, connect with you guys. But as always, you know, we're going to keep our email open, we're going to keep our Twitter open. So always, Reach out to us and talk to us and, and tell us what you're doing in Disney because we, we still care a lot about it. It's just the time commitment to do, you know, six podcasts a month is is pretty brutal right now. But um, with that being said, we have a very good episode for you tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about the news here in a bit. But first, I know what's been dominating the Men Do Disney um, group text, and that's been the Beatles documentary Get Back. So, Pete, I think you and I kind of started watching it at the same time, probably finished about the same time. Tom watched it a little bit later. What was y'all's take on that? Cuz I thought it was amazing.
0: Oh, it was, it was it was fantastic. And I so I found out this was coming out, I don't know, four, 4 6 months ago something like that, and I've just been on this huge Beatles kick since then and like to the point where it's driving my wife nuts and watch the documentary. Documentary is great. It it's a very different story than was told in the original Beatles documentary that, that came out that Michael Lindsay Hogg cut. Uh, so so this documentary really shows, yeah, I mean, there's there are some struggles. It, it reminded me a lot of us hanging out, right? Like, there there are times when we bicker and argue incessantly. There are, you know, times where we just have bursts of created genius and uh, – yeah, so it, it it just it really reminded me more than anything else of of a, a bunch of guys just hanging out that just happened to be the Beatles.
1: And really quick, before I let Tom you know kind of talk about because I know Tom got super into it as well. Um, this is on Disney Plus. It's kind of why we're talking about it right now. Um, so if you have Disney Plus, it is you know three, I guess I'll call them episodes or or segments that are really, two and a half really hours long. long. Yeah, yeah, two and a half hours long each. But. Um, like what Pete said, it really does kind of take you in the room when they're writing and recording brand new songs. So Tom, you went down, uh, so Peter did the three or four months ahead of the podcast, um, kind of got down in the wormhole. You did it after you watched the documentary. Now, how much did you know about the Beatles before you started watching this Tom?
2: Well, I'll go ahead and call a spade a spade. I am the, uh, John Lennon of our podcast group. Cause I think I'm the one breaking this band up, but, um, I I mean obviously I knew Beatles music but I didn't know the dynamic between Paul McCartney and John Lennon and while listeners are probably wondering is my favorite Disney podcast turned into a Beatles podcast no we're going to talk about Disney but yeah the documentary is sweet I I think it's kind of weird that it's on Disney Plus but uh, nevertheless I'm glad it is on Disney I I
0: love I love that it is I agree and I, and I agree or I love the fact that Disney has let it let it be out there you know uncut right because you know yeah there's some profanity there's some you know adult beverages consumed there's some drug use i mean you know there's there's a lot that goes on there that is not disney friendly but i'm glad that we see it in the uh you know how it was (laughs) minus the drug use it sounds like our patreon (laughs) it does sound like our patreon
2: (laughs) i mean honestly i mean the
1: Disney plus still has Peter Pan on there and they put all the, all the notifications at the beginning of the movie about what to expect in this movie that was released a long time ago. And you got to remember the Beatles get back. It was a long time ago. So things might've been done a little bit differently, but, but yeah, I thought that the Beatles and the get back documentary was the the perfect introduction to, to this podcast for us. (laughs) So uh, with that being said, let's, let's talk a little bit about the news. So um, Pete, do you want? Do you want to start it here? We got a lot well, of news, or a little bit of news. I mean, news. there's
0: yeah, there's there's not a ton uh, that Disney has released, and then quickly took down a video about the uh, uh, Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel at Hollywood Studios. Uh, the welcome video has since been released, and, and it's just it's kind of bizarre. Like it's it doesn't it doesn't feel very polished.
2: So. Since this is a regular episode, it'll go down and stay on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to our podcast on forever. I'm going to go on a prediction. This is going to be a big flop. The Galactic Star Cruise is going to be a huge flop. It looks cheap. I think what Disney has seen happen is when they've released these videos, people have started canceling. I mean, it's a $6,000 experience. Where it was booked solid for the first four months, if you go to book now, you can see holes in the calendar where you could, I mean, if if you want to stay and do it, there's opportunity to do it now. I'm really worried that Disney is not going to deliver on the ticket, on the uh, price for admission. How, I should say. How
0: how could they? I mean, really, how could they promise an experience where you live on a star cruiser and fight with a real lights and you know train with a real lightsaber and have these epic adventures? I mean, how there's there's no way they're going to be deliver be able to deliver what ex- people's expectations are. And what you think about there too is just the fact that
1: how much money in CGI does it cost to create a Star Wars experience movie. You know, when you go to the movies and watch Star Wars and I think that I mean heck, I was kind of I was kind of hoping for that, but um and especially at that price tag. But yeah, I mean it's going to be something that is their first completely immersive resort and we'll see how it goes and if if you do still want to experience it, you know, we could be completely wrong. I mean, we <laughs> Excuse me. We we as a group were not excited about the gondola system, and now we love the gondola system. So we we've been wrong before, but
0: yeah, we'll but see just, what happens I, with with all the hype that's surrounding this and the expectations that are out there, and the diehard Star Wars fans, and and what you know they want to be in the movies. And I just Rise of Resistance is good, and it puts you in the movies. But you know, I've been on it what seven times now. And you see how some of that works, and that's my fear: is that, yeah, this stuff is gonna, it's gonna look like the movies at, at first glance, but it's you know it's not going to hold up under scrutiny. And I and I think living in that experience for as long as these people are going to be, you know, you're you're going to see that you're going to see some of this magic start to break down, and people are going to get ticked about it.
2: Well, and I, I read someone else, uh, someone else say that it feels like Disney did the lightsaber training more for Instagram than they did for true functionality and fun. 100%, yes. And that and it, they, they're they fearful, I think it was maybe Mickey Views that used this analogy, they're fearful that Disney is taking the same approach they've done with desserts where it matters if the dessert looks good on Instagram but it doesn't really matter how it tastes. They're taking that and applying it to the new Star Wars Hotel. That hey, it's going to look great on Instagram but is it really going to be all it's cracked up to be once you get in there? Uh, but that's, I mean, uh, outside of that, other news, uh, Dis- uh, Disneyland on December 8th, and I'm trying to think when this will release, Disneyland had their Genie Plus roll out. I was Disaster. In yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, I would, and this seems negative so far, this episode, but it wasn't good. Uh, the app crashed. People paid for the service and couldn't use it. I logged on just to see if I could look at wait times to kind of compare to our visit, and you couldn't see any, like, there, the app was totally not functioning.
0: And I think yeah, I I don't know if I think I use this analogy. Happens. Yeah, I think I use this analogy. Imagine paying money for for uh for Disney Genie Plus to not stand in line and then going having to go stand in the longer line at Guest Relations, right? Because that's what people were doing, and, and the lines for Guest Relations just got insane. They were handing out recovery tickets, which in essence would let you ride any attraction other than I think Rise of the Resistance. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you could take up to f- up to six people with each recovery pass on on a ride. So they did do that. The second day was much much better, much smoother. Everything worked as it should. Uh, but but the first day was just and I and I don't understand why because I think the rollout at Disney World worked pretty well, right? Well, nothing nothing works buggy. right
1: in California right now, Pete.
2: No, that's fair. That's fair. I think it was a little buggy at Disney World as well. Um, but by the time we went and used it, it worked fine. Mm-hmm.
1: So, well, I mean, just like any time you have those gigantic rollouts, and you're, you know, just putting so much bandwidth and so much, you know, inputs into a widget, I mean, there's going to be some crashes, and it really does stink for that first day. But I mean, they'll hopefully they get it worked out, and <clears throat> I don't know if I ever plan to go to Disneyland, so I don't really have to worry about it.
0: Um. Couple other things. Uh, so I don't know if you guys saw Entertainment Weekly had an article up that mentioned animatronics on the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission: Breakout ride. That article was later edited to remove any mention of animatronics. So don't know what that means. Are there going to be animatronics on this on this attraction? Is it going to be screen based? Uh, but there is no more mention of animatronics on that. Interestingly enough, and that is I don't know if we've talked about it. Um, that is scheduled to open next year. Correct. Yeah. And I, you know what I'm a little
2: fearful of? I think Disney, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Larry on Twitter, actually talked about this too. I think Disney's kind of settling into one attraction per year. Like we got Remy and now we're going to get Guardians. And then I think Tron may actually be delayed until 2023. They And they
0: did come out and, and say, I believe that Tron would not come out until 2023. I think.
2: Yeah, that's that's wild
0: which i mean it's been when when did they start building that 2019 2018
2: 2019 it was all supposed to be ready for the 50th yeah
0: yeah so anyway um there's that uh what else did i want to mention there was something else i wanted to mention um well i don't know any other news uh, oh yeah i remember who it was and and this will this will come out right before right before new years but uh, Fantasy in the Sky is back for New Year's at Magic Kingdom. Do you think
2: that's because of the response to their current show? No. Or do you think no. that just is? Uh,
0: and, and Epcot actually has fireworks at night, too, that is that is different from Harmonious. Well, that's good. Uh, but but only, only on New Year's Eve. Uh, Magic Kingdom, Fantasy in the Sky is going to run – the 30th and the 31st at 11.50. The park is open until 1 a.m. both nights. Uh And then Epcot will have fireworks at 11.50 on the 31st. Harmonious is still going to run at like 6 or 7 o'clock whenever it normally does um on that day. So
1: real quick, do you guys ever have any desire to go to
0: Disney for New Year's and experience the fireworks at midnight? I've, I think it'd be kind of cool. I've, I've been once and it was a, it was a miserable experience. Like there are so many people there. You, you can't, you can't do anything. Now you can, now I tell you what would be fun because they do have new year's Eve parties at at the restaurants and they have tents set up and that kind of stuff. Don't know if they're doing that this year, but in the past they have, if you get into one of those, then yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent because you're, you know, you're set somewhere, right? But just going to the parks and walking around I was there New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, and it was there were so many people there. Uh, the the bridge between World Showcase and Future World it was Future World at the time was there was a literal human traffic jam. You couldn't you couldn't move through it. Man, that was awful.
2: After hearing Pete's experience, I don't have any desire to go. A lot of times, what Disney will actually do is they'll stream their fireworks, so you can watch them live online mm-hmm. while they're going on in the park. That's probably – would that would be my preference. But I'm also – I don't know when I got this way, but, like, I hate big – being stuck in big crowds.
0: <laughs> and you love Disney World somehow.
1: Well, what's it crazy was. about that is, too, like, I mean, I was thinking Fair before point. Pete kind of shared his story that – Yeah. Um, I was thinking before Pete shared his story, like, aren't little kids asleep? Like, I mean, like, what aren't? isn't it, like –
0: you know it's, I mean, it's like a, there's a lot of adults, but 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 you're right. The kids should be asleep, but they're not. I mean, there were a lot of kids there too. Well, I mean, I can remember when I was a little kid. I mean, I wanted to stay
1: up to do the fireworks. I mean, I can, I can remember going over to Pete's house and his dad getting all the fireworks and we'd be lighting them all off and having a blast.
0: Well, and, and I think what a lot of, uh, I mean, I don't know if a lot of parents do, but what we do for our girls is we have a New Year's countdown at about 7.30 or 8 o'clock. And we, I stream the last year's one off of YouTube, and we count it down, and then they go to bed. (laughs) So I might be dirty. Hilarious. But but anyway, so there's that, and and I do, I do want to mention the crowds. So this has always been my, I this has always been my ideal time to go to Walt Disney World early. And again, it's early December right now. This will not release until late December, but early December really up until maybe the week before Christmas, the the closer to Christmas you get, the busier it is obviously, but early December has been my ideal time watching wait times and, and looking at park reservations, both Disneyland and Walt Disney world have been packed, right? I mean, we saw, we saw a picture of the entrance to Hollywood studio last week. And I mean, it looked like the middle of summer. So, so crowds are there. People are there. Um, you know, all of our, all of our knowledge about when to go to the parks has just been thrown out the window at this point, because there is no slow season anymore. It doesn't seem like it's always busy. Well,
1: I have, I have some good friends that I was actually talking to this week and they have they're you know, Disney vacation club members. I mean, they go to Disney a couple times a year and they said their favorite time to go to Disney and they do this, they go the week after new year's. And so they're, They're going to go stay at the beach club and they're going to be down there for a week. They're taking their entire family. They're taking like 12 people with them because, you know, they're, they're, they have grown children who have kids and they're taking the grandkids, but they said that's the
0: best time they found to go. It it is. And I agree with that, except you've got the marathon the first weekend in January and the, the marathon is, it does add to the crowds. Um, I actually, I went, I was there the weekend after Christmas last year, uh, before the marriage you know what, we were talking about this the other day, Tom. Um, that this will be the first year in like three years that we have not gone in January. Somebody from our group. But well, and you guys are going. No. No,
2: we're not going. <clears throat> I'll be there for work the week that week in January. You can't no, tell we, me that
0: you're gonna be in Orlando and not going to the parks one time.
2: I I will be I will not be going to the parks. Uh because I asked my wife if she could get off work and she can't. Tom, so I'll just be going to a conference and heading back to South Carolina. Tom,
1: Tom's going to head head over to Universal.
0: But we've, go to go to we've to C- got we've C- got a World. couple buddies. We've got a couple buddies that are going to be down there also. But we honestly, have a buddy that's going to
1: be there for like two straight weeks. It looked like
0: he is. Yeah. Well, he has a problem. He needs uh, he I needs counseling.
2: I definitely will head to Disney Springs though. So if we're going to count that, I will be at Disney Springs yeah. at some point on that trip.
0: All um, right. Well, any any other news? I mean, anything else we need to talk about?
2: No, I mean, I guess real quick, on we can
1: update Tom. You, Pete, you said you know we were going to go. Um, Tom and I were going to go to Disney, and Pete, I don't think Pete was coming on this trip, but it was going to be like in February, March. That that's been pushed back because we just want to see what happens with some new rides coming, and we were hoping for Tron, like we talked about earlier, but that might not be till twenty twenty three. So we're actually thinking about going when um Guardians of the Galaxy opens in Epcot, so that might be the next trip. You know, we have. And, and, and I don't
0: know if I don't know if I've said this on. You know, I know I've talked about it on the Patreon, but uh, but I am going to Disneyland Paris in July. Um, I'm really hoping because their Avengers campus opens summer 2022, I'm kind of hoping it doesn't open before I get there. Because if it does, the crowds are just going to be brutal in, uh, in Paris. But we'll see what happens. Well, you're actually – you're making a big trip out of that. That's going to be a good, a good time. Yeah, oh, yeah, it should be. It should be. We're, I, you know, I, I figured we're we're going over there for the uh, the British Open, and I figured, look, I'm I'm. When's the next time I'm going to be in Europe? You know, it may be five, six, seven, ten years before I get back over here. So, I'm going to go to Disneyland Paris while I'm over there. So
1: is your dad going to Disneyland Paris with you? Because I cannot imagine he would have a good time. <laughs>
0: No, no. He and um, people that don't speak the language. Him and <laughs> him stuck in Disney, Disney. No, Bowl. so so we're gonna travel together. We're gonna go to uh, Edinburgh together. We're gonna stay in London together. Go to Edinburgh, uh, spend a couple days in Ireland together, and then I think he and mom are going to go to uh, Rome for a couple of days while I go to Disneyland Paris. What's wrong with you, dis? Going to Disneyland Paris instead of Rome. <laughs> I've been to Rome before, so I don't really need to go back. I've-
2: I was just laughing at that too, like like the kid who never grows up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that you know, my dad said the same thing, but whatever. I, it's it's an opportunity that you know. My wife's not going to be there. My wife has so. My wife and I were in France. We were in Paris about five years ago at Christmas time, and I mentioned wanting to make a trip to Disneyland Paris, and she was a hard out on it. And so, you know, my wife's not going with me on this trip. So I'm going to take this opportunity when I don't have her with me to go to Disney in Paris.
1: Good for you. Good for you. All right. Well, so let's kind of – well, actually, Pete, you're you're the narrator of this thing. How about you segue us to our, our main topic?
0: Yeah. So let's uh – I think that's all the news that we've got to talk about, everything I want to discuss. So let's pause for just a second here to hear from our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers.
3: So your family is coming to Orlando. And the thought of lugging your stroller onto the plane isn't your idea of fun. But you're smart enough to know that conquering the theme parks of Orlando without a stroller for your kids could be a vacation killer. As parents ourselves, we get it. Then, choose from helpful free accessories like cooler bags and rain covers. It couldn't be easier. If you have any questions or concerns, you can check our FAQ page or just give us a call. We are always ready to answer your questions. Once you've placed your reservation, there's nothing left to do except count down the days until you're in sunny Florida. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and book your stroller or crib from Kingdom Strollers today.
0: Thank you Kingdom Strollers. And guys, I, I do want to, and I don't know if I've said it enough. I use Kingdom Strollers on my last trip to Disney World, and they are incredible. Um, we've we've got another buddy, Andy, that will not go without using Kingdom Strollers when he when he brings his kids, which is one out of every ten trips, it seems like. But he will not he will not go without getting a stroller from Kingdom Strollers. They I mean they're early. For pickup, they're early for drop off, they meet you when they say they're gonna meet you. It's it just white glove's life. It's it makes life service. So convenient.
1: And for a guy like Andy, he really does need white glove service, or he can get a little a little a little tantric. <laughs> He's he can be worse than me. Um so yeah, last last episode, Tom. <coughs> I mean John, um Tom. Um so
0: John is Yoko sitting <laughs> beside you? Uh <laughs> This
1: is, you know, you honestly, know
2: what, I, <laughs> uh, apologies if you heard that my dog is barking at, I think nothing.
1: I hear it uh, now. I hear it now. That's okay. She, anyway, I think that, um, Tom might be John, but my wife might be Yoko. So, <laughs> so I
0: hope she doesn't, I hope she doesn't listen to this. Uh,
1: my wife stopped listening after like five episodes and she won't even download her anymore. She kind of makes me mad, but, um, no, so we've had a lot of fun doing this. I mean, we've talked about it before. This podcast started, and there's a little bit of conflicting information on when and how it started. I seem to remember all of us at my apartment before I was, I think before I was even married. Maybe I was married. I can't remember. It's been like five years then. But It was, um, it was,
0: after, it was after a <coughs> UFC fight.
1: Yeah. And so we just started, we had, um, you know, my wife's an artist, so she had this big kind of um, like. You know, post-it note kind of thing where, you know, you just like a white whiteboard, but it's paper. I don't know, guys, maybe I'll can explain it better. Sometimes I'm not great with words. But so we just said, okay, let's do a Disney podcast. And then we started writing topic ideas. And it seemed like we had topic ideas for forever. And we were like, and the great thing about Disney is everything's constantly changing, so we could have a podcast a day. And um so yeah, we started going through that, and you know all three of us committed, and we were so excited to do it. We've talked about this a million times, but you know, we recorded the first episode like six different times. we had a script I mean, I think all of us spent more time at our real actual jobs doing script writing and topic ideas and and writing out a million different things than we actually did on our real job when we started but i mean i can I can undoubtedly say the three of us have grown exponentially closer doing this for the last 5 years and you know we're best of friends we talk daily and we've always talked a lot but I I definitely this podcast brought us together so I'm so thankful for that um
0: well and and it's given us it's given me the opportunity at least to to go to Disney a lot more than I otherwise would have because you know I mean my wife I kind of I was not real fair to my wife when we got married because I didn't I didn't tell her I would I had a Disney problem until but no, that's not true. That's not true. Actually, she she knows she's getting into. But you know, I was always able to use the excuse. Well, you know, I've got to do it for the podcast. We've, you know, we've got these this group of guys going down. I really need to see what's changed just for the podcast. So you know, it's it's given me the opportunity for sure to to get down to the parks a lot more than uh, than I otherwise would have. I mean, and it's it's amazing to me that you know we we started with with a group of a couple of guys. And that group that that goes to the parks with us has grown so much and has incorporated so many people that I would never have thought have have uh, have this you know share this love for Disney. Um, I I I think I told both of you guys I was at a I was at a customer uh, for work for my real job and was chatting with him about Christmas plans. He told me he was going to Universal, and this is a guy that I never never would expect has any kind of you know the all the guy talks about is hunting and fishing and you know he wears camo to work and just a real uh, real real not a guy that I would expect to to be involved in theme parks at all, right but but he said, yeah, we're going to universal and I asked him, oh is it your first time?" and he said, no we we used to have Disney annual passes until they got too expensive, so I sat and had an hour long conversation with this guy about Disney and he he knew more about the parks than I did. Um so it it's amazing to me that you know this this kind of love for Disney that we have brings this disparate group of people together. You should uh let
2: him know that I'm starting a Disney podcast and need a co-host and if he wants to join maybe
0: uh maybe I could use a co-host for my <laughs> podcast. True. True. But but I mean think about think about all the people that we have taken to Disney. And that have gone to Disney with us and and, and that we now, you know, it, it seems like our group chat just gets bigger and bigger and bigger every week.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I just can't, I mean, I credit this podcast for a lot of things, but definitely the volume of trips we took <laughs> Yeah, and, and you're right. I mean, so while we did add some people to the group, we also have the people who have been there from the beginning that have been. I mean, I mean, Pete, you and I have been on. I think almost every trip in some <laughs> yeah. way, shape, or form. I don't even want to add up how much money we've
0: spent. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I, I don't want to think about it. But, but, think of think-, think of the opportunity. I mean, you know, that we've gotten some opportunities to stay at some the the two bedroom at Bay Lake. I mean, stuff like that that. We've gotten the opportunity to do some pretty cool things. I know you guys weren't along for the ride, but the the after hours Hollywood Studio event, um, you know, I mean, think of all the things that we've gotten to do, really because of this podcast.
1: Well, and I'll tell you one more thing about the podcast. So, like, I'm involved in you know a couple of different like business networking groups, some um, community outreach, you know, stuff like that. And you know, whenever you know you want to start like a conversation with somebody, and it's like, okay, what's well, something I don't know about you or I would never guess about you. I mean, I blow people's mind. I'm like, um, I'm not gonna be able to say this anymore. It's kind of tough. Like, I'm one of three co-hosts of a Disney podcast, and that always opens up fun conversations. Like you were talking about, Pete. You'd be like, and you'd be surprised, you know, if you are someone that loves Disney, you know, try to talk to folks and try and work it in because you'd be surprised how many people love Disney too. Go ahead, Tom. What's up?
2: I have a question. So when you tell people that and they go to listen, do they ever come back and say, it's weird. I've listened to like twenty episodes. Never <laughs> I haven't heard, heard you. you on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I kind of tell them like I'm,
1: I'm, I was intermittent at the beginning. But, <laughs> um, but I also say when you got 172 podcasts, you can't make every single one of them unless your name's Tom.
2: Or I prefer to go by John at this point. <laughs>
1: I uh, John Lennon, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you don't don't want to be John too long. I mean, he got assassinated, bro.
2: I yeah, that not to not to go on a Beatles rant, but yeah, didn't know that either. Well,
0: really, you didn't know that? I, I didn't know a lot. I didn't know a lot. So it, it's what amazes me, and I, I, I again, I don't want to be on a Beatles tangent for too long. Um, what amazes me about those guys is everything that they did. They did in like six years, right? So like they kind of like kind of like us. Kind of like us, so they 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 burst onto the scene. You know, six years later, they're done, and and all the songs that they wrote, everything that they did, was in a super. And they were all in their twenties. Not like us. Not like us. We're 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 getting up there. We're getting up there. So anyway, that just that fascinated me as well. So,
1: so Tom, what are what are your favorite memories from the podcast?
2: Man, I don't know that I have any, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh- <laughs>
0: a miserable no. experience for Tom.
2: I, I, I'd have to go back on actual episodes. I mean, one of the funniest things I still stand by is the fact that we recorded episode one I, at least seven to ten times in, in entirety, and <laughs> we finally were like, oh, yeah, our our sound quality is good enough now. And we released and it, it was and it was awful. so
0: bad. And it was well, no, still it was like, terrible.
2: I don't think I've ever told y'all this, but, like, after after,
1: like, the, the, the first one, when I was, like, you know, me, like I'm like taking notes. I'm like trying to make it better. I'm like trying to produce it, talk on it, like all that kind of stuff. Like, well, Pete did the, the producing, but in my head, I was like the the producer. But I walked, I, we finished that recording at like 1230 at night. I used to have a Fitbit at that time. And um, I walked 10,000 steps around my apartment, listening to the podcast and re-listening to the
2: podcast. And I was like, holy crap, I've already hit
1: my goal for the next day. And I hadn't even gone to sleep
2: yet. So there are some behind the scenes stories we're going to share on the Patreon and obviously the Patreon will be stopping as well. But one thing that I do want to say that used to be really funny from my vantage point was we kind of had like, we kind of have a rhythm. Like Pete's going to, Pete's going to do the intro and the outro. He's going to kind of lead us through an episode. But when Matt gets really excited about a topic, he almost is like jumps the gun because he's so ready to talk about it. And he starts to try and lead us. And like Matt will totally forget that. We need to give Kingdom Strollers a shout out. He'll be like, all right, to the main topic. And he, he's waving his finger at me now because he's ready to talk. But well, the be- that was always funny from my vantage point. <laughs> well, the best part about that, too, is uh, I, I don't think
1: anyone actually knows this. But originally, I was going to do Pete's role. And Pete was going to try and do – he was going to kind of be like the, the color commentator. And Tom was going to be like the play-by-play. If play, play play. you ever watched like – or Tom was going to be the sideline reporter. Um, and – I could not get through the introduction without laughing, like I just couldn't do it. Like it was so bad. Then I had like my my TV voice or my radio voice. I was trying to use that was so awful.
2: It it was it was pretty bad. We um we had like and maybe you already said it, but because I I am while we're doing this podcast, just full transparency, I'm playing a Madden game right now. But you have checked out. We (laughs) have Tom's done already. We had a full script with
0: color-coded who's going to talk next. Literally every single word was typed out. Now, I mean, we're lucky to have an outline now when we were We were, we we start, were like right? Joe Biden on the teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Pete says... <laughs> I mean, I think you read pause a couple of times. <laughs> it's,
2: it is, it uh, is yeah, I, to Pete's point. You know what else is great? I've made an outline for this episode, and the guys are like, Dude, it's our last <laughs> episode. Who cares about the top thirteen ride
0: vehicles? I mean, honestly, like, I what would, you, like, would your number one be? What Pete? What would your number one be? Just out of curiosity, I, really... I don't think
2: I, I don't think I listed them like one to 13. All right, really
1: quick, here, here we go, here we go. I'm just going to list them out because this is a stupid topic for the last one. <laughs> ride vehicles. We have Dumbo the flying elephant, the haunted mansions, Doom Buggies, Peter Pan's flight. And then pirate ships right next to that. Slinky Dog Dash. Um, oh, I, I was thinking about I was thinking about the pirate ships on Pirates of the Caribbean. Sorry, I thought you just like doubled up there. You're always right, Tom. I'm always wrong. Um, the Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh Honey Pots. Dinosaur Time Rovers. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train Mine Cars. Flight of Passage Bikes. Ride of Resistance Transport Vehicles. The Walt Disney Railroad. Rock and Roller Coaster Super Stretch Limo. Safari Vehicle in Kilimanjaro and the Hang Ladder in Soren. So. No, 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 no. It
2: depends how many they jam in your yeah. row.
1: Um, I, and I'm kind of tall too, so my knees kind of hit the 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 row in front of me on Kilimanjaro. I think that um, okay, we're gonna do a really quick mini <laughs> mini topic, and then we'll get back to I, no, well,
3: the I regular schedule. I,
1: I, I think Seven Dwarfs Mine Train has a really cool system the way it sways and moves, and I think it really adds to the ride. Um, Slinky Dog Dash, like, yeah, but if
0: yeah, but if you're a fat boy like me, it's really Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is really uncomfortable. Well, oh, you're tall too, so it's it's really not comfortable for you. No, I mean, it's it's not, but I think the way it
1: moves is cool. Like I can, I I lose myself in the movement than the uncomfort level. Um, Slinky Dog Dash. Did you
0: just did you just quote Eminem there? (laughs) I lose myself (laughs) in the moment. (laughs) That
1: guys,
2: I'm having such a good time. Should we just should we just keep rolling? (laughs) Should we should we not end the podcast? I mean, Tom,
1: you say that right now and then me and Pete are going to be like okay I will podcast tonight and t- and Pete will say I can't podcast tonight and Tom will be like all right well I'll podcast and then the ne- then I'll then 5 minutes before the podcast one of I'll say I'm not feeling very well I can't really do it and then Pete will say yeah tonight's not the best night for me either so so Tom you say that in the moment but you have been very frustrated because look you know all credit to Tom like he goes above and beyond for this podcast and he you know I mean, honestly, Pete, I love you to death. Some of my favorite episodes have just been me and Tom. Like last year at Christmas time, Tom and I did like Christmas gifts and I thought that was a fun podcast. And look, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna throw this out there. Patreons know this, um, but uh, you listeners may have figured this out. So Tom is actually my brother. So I'm the older brother, Tom's a younger brother, and I think Tom just feels like he can't leave me hanging. He's like it's a brotherly bond. Pete's just like, hey, it ain't blood <laughs> and I got shit to do. I got stuff to do. <laughs> Sorry, a little bit <laughs> but, of Patreon. No, a little, little bit of Patreon there. Um, we we do we do let some profanities loose sometimes on the Patreon. But um and look, w- you know, we'll go we want to give our, our regular listeners, you know, a little bit of us. You know, if you want to listen to the Patreon, the last one's going to come out um, and you can, and it might've already come out by this point. By the time you hear this, you know, look, you guys have been with us five years. At least you can do is throw us $5 and listen to the last Patreon.
2: And actually you would get access to all the Patreons, but yeah. A, so, so if, if right you
1: there. miss us, you know, we got a bunch of Patreon content to get to the next year. Maybe, maybe Tom gets the itch again. And you know, when we go back to Disney and then, you know, Pete has his Disneyland Paris trip and look, like I said, this podcast in its regularly scheduled form is done, 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 done. Tom, Tom is not doing it. And I love him for, it because like I said, Tom has been so dedicated to this podcast and, and to you guys too. Like, you know, it's, it's a testament to, to you guys that Tom has, has gone above and beyond. And look, me and Pete love you to death, but sometimes, you know, especially like last two weeks, I've just been ridiculously sick. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, Tom has gone above and beyond. I just want to give Tom a shout out here because he, he definitely deserves it. And he's definitely been, you know, the rock of this podcast. So we're giving him a lot of crap right now, being the John Lennon of the group. But the amount of effort that Thomas put into this has been above and beyond what anybody could do, especially for, I mean, guys, like we do this because we love Disney and we do this. It's a labor of love. You know, we have connected with all of you and we love you all to
2: death. So um, we appreciate you you all so much. So I, I will uh since thank you for that praise, Matt. Uh we couldn't do the podcast without Pete because he edits it. And uh boy did we need some editing work. And we still do in a lot of episodes. We'll have to text <laughs> Pete I will minute say, marks to edit.
0: I will say that it has gotten exponentially easier since I mean really after yeah, after yeah, it has Pete. Cause you, you leave out. in lots of stuff now. What do you mean?
1: It's gotten easier. <laughs> that's, Anytime that's you're not fair. on the podcast, you're like, all right, letting this roll. I mean, people probably think I'm <laughs> dying with all the times I've been coughing the past couple months. <laughs> but
0: that that is fair. That is fair.
1: But I mean, if you actually go back and listen, you'll probably find out a lot about me and Tom. Cause we'll we'll text Pete the exact minute mark we say something that we really don't need to get out there, and Pete's just like, hmm, not my problem.
2: <laughs> so. So we've we've definitely found out why everyone is appreciative of me on the podcast, and we're, we found out why we're appreciative of Pete. Matt, what have you
0: brought? What exactly to the do table? you do here?
1: What would you say you do here? You know, I think that I am a positive, uplifting person. I think that I, I always bring positivity to the podcast, and I think without me, I like I really do think I'm this I'm the straw that stirs the drink because. <laughs> Because the without straw me, that
0: stirs the drink. <laughs>
1: without me, I mean, heck! If I hadn't invited y'all over to my apartment and had the ability to write everything down, <laughs> I don't know if we ever would have had a podcast. So y'all so, are welcome.
3: You
0: know, you know, you did finally make a Disney trip, so that you know, two, that's count two, for made two right? Disney
1: trips. Dose?
2: <laughs> okay, okay. I think one. That was a great line. That you're the Charlotte Stirs a drink. I don't necessarily disagree with it either, but I do think the balance of Matt's positivity, Pete's negativity, and my kind of middle of the road approach was made for great a great podcast. I really believe that.
1: And guys, I also want to tell y'all that we're getting we're getting short on time, and you know, please pitch it one more time. The Patreon has a lot more content, but <laughs> but guys, I mean, really, I mean. I mean, we've invested a lot into this podcast, not just our time, but our money. You know, we have, thankfully we had Kingdom Shoulders that helped out with a little bit of that, but we all have amazing podcast equipment. And I just tell you that if you ever wanted to, guys, I have, <laughs> I have a microphone with a boom arm on it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like where I've come from, from podcasting, let's be honest, it's come a long way. Um, but no, if you it ever. used
0: to sound like you were broadcasting on a megaphone from the moon. So, I mean, anything would be better than that. Yeah, right? anything's better. But I, I say
1: all that to say, if you guys have ever wanted to start a Disney podcast, any kind of podcast at all, you know, make sure you call Pete so he can edit it, but it's really not, that, i say it's not that difficult, but check, <laughs> check out our eBay page where our mics are for sale. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, but no, I mean, like even through this podcast, I mean, for a little bit, I had a fantasy football podcast for our fantasy football league. And so you know, it's not that difficult. Just get on podbean.com, pay your, what, it's like 20, I think I paid 15. P charges, P charges is $21 a month. But um, anyway, it's not that difficult. You know, you can do, you know, month to month, $15 a month. You can host it. You upload it to um, iTunes and it's it's easy. So if you ever want to do something like this, you know, please, I, my encouragement for you this next year, if you've had that thought, go ahead and do it. Make it Disney. The, I'll tell you one thing, the Disney podcast family is great, you know. Actually, I I'm the only one of us that has been a guest on another Disney podcast. I really must be the straw that stirs the drink. Um, But yeah, I mean, so the Disney podcast family, there's no real competition there. I mean, just get get out here, talk about Disney, talk about things you love. If it's not Disney, and um, go ahead and do it. Yes, sir.
0: That sounds like your garage is opening again. Um. So, any anything else? I mean, again, we've we've we have thoroughly enjoyed this. We've we've thoroughly enjoyed. The interaction that uh, that we've had with you guys, we really appreciate the engagement that we've gotten from from a lot of you. You know the, the questions that you sent in, the the tweets that you've sent us, the information that you've sent us. Uh, you know, we we really do appreciate all that. Um, you you guys have definitely made it uh, made it worth it for us. We did, I don't know if you remember Tom, but we did do a live. Uh, I don't remember if it was an Instagram live or. What it was, but we did do that at one point. Um, We we we. Here's the thing: every time we go to Disney, we just would forget to do it. I think we we
2: were lost in the sauce that day, (laughs) and so we did do it, and it was fun. We were lost in the sauce. I could not tell you what we said. I know we were in Morocco. I was about to say you had you had to be in
1: Epcot World Showcase.
2: (laughs) We were on the Skyliner too. We did it on the Skyliner as well. Well, you guys you guys were feeling yourselves this. that day before we get to the secret in trivia um, a, trivia's gonna be awkward because I don't know how I'm gonna give you guys the answer because I, just, I think we'll just, you, know you, answer. you may we'll just, just never fall. know <laughs> uh, this is maybe the time I'm gonna encourage you to Google the answer if you want to know it but uh I am starting uh, a Disney podcast it's called man does Disney <laughs> and if anyone wants to jump on, I think that uh, I could get you a good deal on one of the mics <laughs> from one of these two gentlemen. No, in all seriousness, guys, I, I actually think we will we will come together more frequently to podcast as three now that there's no pressure to re- release episodes. Pro- I, I have I a weird feeling it's going to be like a Friday night that I'm going to get a, a Mindu Disney podcast text. and It's like the bat signal. We're all going to float to our computers and... <laughs> pop on the iPad or the laptop and go from there. So and then I'll be like how do I how do I blast. open
1: audacity? Where is the Google Drive? <laughs> I've lost my password. I mean, I well, am the guy that <laughs> that has made our podcast start 30 minutes late a lot.
2: Well, and I'll say this, 172 episodes in and my my uh, recording platform still didn't work uh, for me to start this episode today. So <laughs> We're still learning, uh, but I guess we'll just be learning at a less frequent
0: pace now.
1: And heck, you know, we got to get to 200 eventually. It might just take us another five years.
0: (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? All right. Well,
2: we actually considered hanging it up at 100 and 150. I I distinctly remember discussions. No,
1: I remember you discussing that.
2: Well, we'll talk about that more on the Patreon if you want some of the behind the scenes scoop. Uh, We'll talk about that on the last Patreon. All
1: right, Tom, let's hit the
2: secret. And trivia. All right. Yeah, and trivia, which you'll never get an answer from from me. We're gonna we're gonna uh, have Secret a guest we're gonna have a guessing game. Secret of the night. Did you know that Country Bear Jamboree has claw marks from past visitors on the floor of the waiting room? I'm gonna be honest, guys, 172 episodes in secrets are getting tough, so sorry if that <laughs> doesn't wow you. Uh, going to the trivia question from two weeks ago. What year is Main Street based on in America? And also what year was Tomorrowland designed to represent and why? So, Main Street is 1910 in America. That was the year- So, you're actually telling everybody- there.
0: What city What city is it based on?
2: I, I, that's not in the trivia question, Pete. Uh, and Tomorrowland was but can based we, on- Can we ni- talk about
0: what city it's based on?
2: Uh, Tomorrowland was based on the year of 1986. The reason these years were chosen, uh, both years were chosen because they were Halley's Comet, Comet years.
0: Do we know what city it is or do I need to tell you? Uh, something somewhere in Missouri. Probably. It is mars- It is marsly, Yeah. You know
1: what? I think you just ruined okay. Tom's last trivia question.
0: <laughs> I did not. So
2: trivia, the final trivia question, and I, I'm going to be honest, guys, I would say this one's kind of a stinker, but we'll see. Uh, why is there a crate near Country Bears that says Davis Tobacco on the side of it? You can tweet us at podcast, because the Twitter will still remain, and you can email us at Mendooww at gmail.com. To get the answer, you're probably going to have to do one of those two, and I'll say you're right or wrong.
0: Tom's not going to check know the that. A- I think Tom's I, not checking that. I, I think that. I know the answer. Does it have to do with, I don't know how to say this without revealing the answer. Then don't reveal the
2: answer. Then Yeah, don't say it then. We can just talk about it off no air. No one likes the <laughs> title. Okay, we'll talk about it off air.
0: All right. Anything else to say before we, uh, before we close this thing out?
1: Just thank you guys. Thank, 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 I mean, all of our listeners, but thank, thank you guys. Um, Tom and Pete. This is a lot of fun. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And you know, till next time.
0: All right. Well, that's all we've got for now. Uh, look for some on the Twitter at podcast. Questions, comments, suggestions, tweet us, or email us at Mendoowdw at uh, Please subscribe any episodes in the future. Uh, thank you so much for listening and giving us the most valuable thing you have your time. We'll see you at some point.